The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep being. Hello all, this is Sarah. this is Megan. You are listening to the podcast, it is always the The husband. husband. It is. Welcome. For one way or another, the husband ruins your life. Oh, we're trying to get back. (laughs) Yeah. Quarantine, Quarantine with your spouse is something else, Mm-mm. isn't it? And your children. God. Anywho, we are here to bring you another episode of Forensic Files that is called Hunter or Hunted. And this is bat shit this bananas is a great one. crazy. This is a really good one. Really good. We are going to go back in time to 1992, but before we start, we want to make sure that you subscribe to us, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you could rate us, that really, 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 really helps. If you want to be a Patreon and support the show, there is a link in our podcast notes. You can do $3 and be a John Travolta, or you could... Do twenty dollars and be a Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. the best of our men. We don't have a opinion. John Ham yet, and he's- no, we do have a John Ham, but we don't have a John Ham Patreon. He's a good one. You could be a John Ham. You could be a Burt Reynolds. You yeah. could be a Rob Lowe. Yeah. We do not have a Tom Selleck. <laughs> we should have. Why didn't we have him? I don't know. Um, you can go to our Etsy shop. It's mm-hmm. always the husband. There's a link on our Facebook page. It's always the husband and buy some stickers or you can join our Facebook group and chat about the show. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. So find us and let us know what you think out there. Yes. We have so much fun making fun of ourselves. Yes. And, um, and we've found a new some drinking of these game. Terrible. Right. We do. With our sayings. With the things we yes. say repeatedly because we are by no means professional at Correct. anything we do. However, people now in the news are doing the news with shorts on. and Instead of pants. Instead of pants. So, I am I mean, maybe we're okay. Right. My outfit today leaves a lot to be desired. Mine as well has holes in it. So, it's sh- yeah. real shitty. Yeah. 1992 had some shitty clothes, too. Though, they sure pretty did. shitty. People were wearing baby doll dresses. Terrible. And a lot of sunflowers. A lot of plaid as well. Big plaid My shirts. My first college dorm room bedspread was sunflowers. I don't care for that. Um, neither did my roommate. Kim? Did she piss in your are bed? You out, <laughs> are you out there? She scared the shit out of me the first day I met her. And I remember my mom and dad going... And we ended up being besties. And she had, so literally I had like sunflowers and blue and yellow in my bed. And she put a Trent Reznor nine-inch oh, nails poster night and day, up. night and yeah. day. And night I was like, day. oh, that scares me. I ended up going to a, con- a nine-inch nails concert with her. Did you like it? Uh, It wasn't, it was. It wasn't your thing. It wasn't my thing. No. 
Mm-mm. I'm wearing a boys to men shirt right yes, now. So it was not so your it thing. It wasn't my thing. Was not your thing. But I went and I loved her. I love her. Yeah. Other songs in 1992, the horrible I'm too sexy that mm-hmm. now you have in your right head again and front, I'm yep. so sorry. Mm-hmm. Baby got back, which is always enjoyable. Yeah. Pretty much. The Cure, Coloring Bad again was in Pearl Coloring Jan. Bad. I mean, Pearl Jam Bad. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, they lasted a long time, I'm figuring, doing this podcast. They keep coming up. <laughs> Longer were than we thought. Longer than we thought. I remember one of their terrible videos. Weren't they always on a beach? And remember? they just always were hideous looking. The eyebrows of they were, the one were so sculpted. It's unfortunate. All, every single one of them. I it was like kind of drag queen. Like if you was. I don't know. They were different, different gentlemen. I don't get their point. Sure. I don't. <laughs> I didn't get the point of them. They sure were. Uh, movies, basic instinct that you felt like a huge <gasps> just piece of trash if you went and saw in the theater like a pervert. But I did see it the so theater. Good. I did say it with my friend Stacy. Yeah, we were perverts. A few good men. Mm-hmm. So that lots of you quotes probably from loved that it one. I did love Tom it. Yeah. In it. Yeah, I love Tom Cruise. The Bodyguard. Oh, you win every Amazing. time with that movie. Mm-hmm. Every time you can't <gasps> go wrong. My boyfriend gave me that CD for Christmas. Oh, I will always love you. The best. Oh, that. That was a gift we needed in 1992. We I needed sure that gift. Did. Wayne's World, which I loved. That was pretty good. That was good. That yes. was pretty good. Yeah. A League of Their Own. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was okay. Like it. it was all right. No. Reservoir Drugs. I like that. Quentin Tarantino. I, I love. Oh, yeah. I'm a Quentin fan. Because he's just. You're so hardcore and I'm so like. I love League of Their Own. Love yeah, it. it was, Rosie O'Donnell's funny. She was good. Uh-huh. Yeah, Madonna, mm-hmm. Gina Davis, Davis, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah, it was good. Lori, the one from oh, right. um, Point Break. Yes, Point Break, I love. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> With my Patty Swayze <laughs> and Keanu. <laughs> That movie, Johnny Utah. I've watched Point Break nineteen hundred <gasps> yes. times. What was her name? Lori. People are screaming Lori. at us right now. Surprise me remember it's Lori. Why do I remember Lori? You look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Um Stop you, screaming at me. Maybe looking we're it up. watching MTV. Real World began in nineteen ninety two, which was kind of like saying the first reality. TV yeah. show. I never saw it because I was still on the farm. I watched then repeatedly years after, way too old to be in it. Real I, World versus Road Rules. I would watch yeah, those idiot I shows. I watched that one too. I all loved, the time. I think I started the Real World Seattle. Was like the first one. I, I don't really know why I had into. to watch them, but I yeah. did. I had to watch them. Well, we and didn't Cindy have Crawford cable. had her yeah. House of Style, and I love oh, that show. Yeah, your sister would have liked it. Mm. Amy Fisher shot Mary Jo but if you go in the face would any of us have cared if their last name didn't have but in it (laughs) do you think it would have been a story I don't know the last name has but but in it so everybody probably was like oh (laughs) I don't know that became a huge story such a big thing I don't know because there's murders all the time we and we she talk about him all the time. She no, shot she half lived. Her face. Yeah, and she stayed with him. Oh, talk about oh, she's lady. A, get a clue. God. Abused, abused. So ninety two was a great. It was a pretty good year. I forgot year. what I was looking up. Lori, Lori from Point, Point Break. Break. 
<laughs> What's her last name? That's what we need to know. As everybody probably already knows, if they even remember Lori... this poor woman. Did she find? Um, Any, see, she's Anthony make... Kiedis was in this. Yes, the movie? whole all of the uh, red hot chili peppers. They were a red herring gang that really oh. weren't the bank robbers but you're supposed to think gary they were the bank. Busey? yes gary Busey. who doesn't love you... gary Busey? Lori petty. Lori petty john mcginley from um scrubs was in that movie oh Weird. point break has everything everything you could want it has it can't go wrong i guess not nope you gotta watch it our episode of forensic hmm. files was called hunter or hunted bad dun, dun, dun. shit bananas this is a classic this one is very good very good we are going to travel all the way north to up uh-huh. michigan so the upper peninsula of michigan uh-huh. which is pretty much just nothing there's 16,000 square miles of just woods i guess one yeah. person for every Eight million miles is but just... But apparently everyone there has a gun and shoots the yes. shit out of things. Lots of guns up here. Lots of... Did you see the hunter when they're just doing the beginning? They're just doing random B-roll of hunters and yes. one tripped and fell down. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I wondered why they use that one. There's a hunter walking with a gun and he trips and falls down. But oh my God, how dangerous. I thought, Forensic Files, you slipped that one in there just for us to laugh at. I'm going back to watch oh my it God, again. No. Right in like the first minute. Okay. Yeah. Because they down. talk about it's the and last then another day one of hunting trips. season. It's so good. And a woman is shot. <laughs> right. So walking her dog. We start our mystery with hearing from, I thought it was our victim's mom, but it was our victim's mother-in-law. And her name is Hulda, H-U-L-D-A-H. Holda, she had hot square glasses. That wasn't her mom? That, that was, was not her mom. That was uh, the mother-in-law because her last name was Moylanin. So our couple is Judy Moylanin and who's the husband? Bruce. Bruce. Bruce Moylanin. This was his mother, Holda. Hmm. The daughter-in-law. Sorry about both of their names. Yes. Hulda tells us a story about how the daughter-in-law Judy was once hanging clothes on the yes. outside clothesline and almost got shot at because yeah. people are shooting with rifles that mm-hmm. go three miles. Mm-hmm. If I am getting shot at hanging my clothes in my yard, I would move. Mm-mm. I couldn't handle that. And yeah. I do hear shotguns all the time at my house from hunters. Good Lord. Yes. I hear it all the time. It's just ugh, scary. Days or dogs are coming running back to the Moylanin house. These five dogs without their owner Judy. So come to find out that Judy First of all, five five dogs. dogs? They look like spaniels too, and that is a pain in the ass. Jesus, They're running all Judy. over. They have five dogs. So the neighbor and her mother are wondering why all these dogs are running back to the house. Where's Judy? Where's Judy? They go out, go back on the trail where Judy walked her dogs every day, and they find Judy's body laying on the trail. She has been shot right through the chest. Mm -hmm. They immediately call in the ambulance. It's declared a hunting accident. It's a gunshot wound. She's right. It's the last day, actually, of hunting season. She's walking through the woods. 
Like we said, bullets from high-powered rifles can travel three miles. They're going to have no idea who did it. Someone maybe shot her and doesn't even know they did it. And her body's laying there. Unfortunate accident is what they figure happened. They look around for the bullet. They don't find a bullet anywhere near the body. Detective Bob Ball, you mean. Bob Ball. (laughs) Bob Ball. My husband used to live when he was little on Ball's Drive. (laughs) (laughs) Ball's Drive. Would you want to say that every time you said your address? No, thank you. I live on Ball's Drive. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible address. Anyway, a neighbor heard shots around 2 Mm p.m. and probably didn't really think too much of it. Again, it's hunting season and people seem to just shoot their rifles wherever they want in this town. Just shooting the shit out of everything. So hot glasses abound in this episode. (laughs) The sheriffs or police officers here found evidence close to her body. They say a scar or a blaze mark on the tree. Mm -hmm. They're figuring that's where the body the bullet went through her body, hit the tree, so they kind of know, right, that this was the trajectory of the bullet. They're still having a hard time finding but the bullet. Like, oh, it's a forest. Right. We can't we find, can't find it. it. There's a lot going on. We learn that Judy was this married is, to her husband, Bruce. This is the first of probably the most shocking information that we find out. Right. Judy and Bruce have been married for 14 years, and they have a three-year-old daughter they have a three-year-old daughter and when you look at the pictures of poor dead judy you think maybe she's older than 35 maybe the grandmother yeah three-year-old her hairstyle was not a youthful hairstyle it's like if you Hmm. took andre the giant's pubes (laughs) made it into a wig that's her hair <laughs> if you just really ripped his pubes out from the roots and I said under the giant because it was a big mass of pubes <laughs> and it was into a wig sewed it into a wig and put it on her hair that was under the giant's hair already oh it's hair right so it's worse if it's already worse. hair she had his hairstyle <laughs> But it was not even his hair. It was his pubes. Because it was real pubesque. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? Yes. Um, now, Lucy and, Ricky from, Lucy and Ricky from I Love Lucy waited. Ten, they had 10 years until they had their little boy. So I can understand. It maybe takes... Took a while for yeah, Judy. That, <laughs> took a while for Judy. That part, go for it. You guys live it yeah. up without kids. You can't go back. But she but looked she older looked than her years. Elderly. She sure did. It was, Sorry, her pictures Judy. were terrible. And again, like yeah. we say, you need to have a professional photographer take your picture looking your best to be used for shows like this when you're finally murdered by your spouse. She you was, do not want some huge dick saying on a podcast that your hair looked like a giant's What a stupid bitch I am. I am sorry. Sorry, Judy. Sorry. But I'm not wrong. But you looked old. Okay. I'm not wrong. Bruce gave an alibi right away. A just real, a simple alibi of he met with 28 people that day. <laughs> and he was so pissed that yeah. she didn't wear, why wasn't right. she wearing a blaze orange? He's called in, gives his list of 28 people as an insurance adjuster, and then goes off on his dead wife to the yep. police for her not wearing blaze orange. Yeah, I wrote, 
Um, what in he the had hell? Three thousand alibis. <laughs> 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 he had a million alibis, <laughs> which is suspicious. Part one, mm-hmm. and then the police said he was super critical which was so inappropriate for informing a husband of his dead wife again suspicion number two so the investigators suspected him pretty much immediately because he was so goddamn weird he was super super damn weird i said i wrote down sexual advances to lee yes so who's that Leanne is a family friend. This is a couple weeks later. He pulled another Ed Post. There was an Ed Post similar in our last episode. But this is a different person than Gail? Yes. Oh, Leanne okay. is a friend of Judy that was went to the police because she thought this was very odd because <laughs> dumbass Bruce starts going up to her and saying things like, hey, want to move in with me? Hey, <laughs> let's just be more than friends. And Leanne says, Jesus Christ, your wife just died. And you're asking me to move in with you and be more than friends. And then she went to the police figuring this is quite odd. He's hitting on her hardcore. And she, again, had hot glasses. She had a page boy haircut from 1500s. Very. Yes. So the boy that wears the smock and has the horn in the middle, middle ages ages times. She had his haircut. The yeah. page boy. Yeah. Yeah. She had his haircut. Yeah. Was not pube curly. It was real straight. Oh. Real page. Real middle, middle ages times. I, <laughs> Who is the hairdresser in this town? He-Man's yeah. hairdresser. <laughs> she had a dark He-Man. She had a dark He-Man. She did. <laughs> this is where it just gets balls to the wall. Fucks. <laughs> Bruce, again, being... Just the weirdest bastard in all times. Goes to the funeral and right after the funeral gives an acquaintance of Judy's. So not a friend, someone who had talked to Judy maybe twice. Yeah. So picture someone you've maybe talked to twice, like your neighbor down the street that you maybe have waved hi to. Bruce goes with a box of Gail's clothes. I mean, not Judy's Judy's clothes clothes. to Gail. Gail is the name of the acquaintance. But it was like... Judy had wanted to give these clothes to Gail right. before she had before been she shot. died. He comes over and says, "Before Judy died, she really wanted you to have this box of clothes, and so I'm delivering it." Which again is super weird. That would be so weird to me. I don't know Judy. I don't understand. So Gail then finds a letter is like in Thank the you, box. Sir. The letter is addressed to Gail. Mm-hmm. And it's signed Jude's. Mm. So Jude's is Judy's super personal nickname. Gail did not know to call her Jude's, would not have called her Jude's. Judy would not have called herself Jude's to Gail. They were acquaintances. This letter. Let's be real. She wouldn't have given her clothes to Gail. No. This is ridiculous. This is foolish. The letter is something. The letter alone, he should have been just shot in the balls immediately. The letter says, now this is, the letter is from Judy Judes to Gail, her acquaintance. There are problems in her marriage, letting her know, and that she wants Gail to help Bruce find another partner in life. And that's what the letter is. And then there's a nice P.S. at the bottom. P.S. She says, 
Bruce is really great in the sack. Don't tell the prospects, but believe it or not, he's incredible in the sack. Excuse me, sir. I'm going to stop you right here, sir. There is no woman that would ever, 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 ever skip to me 30 years later still saying ever ever write that PS on a letter to another woman. I would never write PS. He's great in the sack (laughs) ever. Believe it or not. Ever, ever to anyone or a random neighbor acquaintance ever. No, no, never. No woman. No woman ever, ever, ever. Nope. Right there, I would have laughed so hard, I would have defecated all over my kitchen. <laughs> like, it, my muscles would have pushed the, all the poop out of my intestines <laughs> into my pants. Because I would have been screaming all over laughing. Jude's clothes. Yeah, and I would have said, Jude's, I'm going to use this sweatshirt of yours as yep. a, to clean up this poop. Toilet paper. Because I can't. I can't deal with this letter. Correct. She has the smarts enough to go right to the police. Not only did he write this letter... He had been going over to her house, Gail's house. Mm -hmm. Now, Gail has a husband herself. Correct. He's calling Gail. He is pretty much full on stalking Gail. And keeps saying, let's hang out. I want to hang out with you guys. And she's like, we're not friends. Right. She's turning him down repeatedly. We're not friends. He's not getting it. We don't want to hang out with you. He's not understanding any of this. Gail, by the way, has eyeshadow on that is neon blue. Mm-hmm. She does not have eyebrows. She had glasses too, didn't she? No, she no, did no, not. No. She was the oh. only one in the episode without hot glasses. I keep screwing up Gail and... Leanne had glasses. Leanne, yeah. Okay. Yes. He-Man wig. <laughs> Girl <laughs> had glasses. Okay. This letter then was sent immediately to a handwriting expert, which, of course, as everyone knew, was found to be written by Bruce. It was not Surprise. written by Judy at all. They found the handwriting was slow and deliberate, which is a first sign of it's a copy. They also realized that there was imprinting of a first draft of the letter on top of the letter, which they could then see there's these two practice letters. They knew right away Bruce wrote this letter. Who else but a man would write P.S. He's incredible in the sack. I can't with that. Believe it or not. I can't. If I were to get something like that, I would just, for my neighbor, I would die. I would laugh so hard. I would take a picture of it, put it all over social media, and I would humiliate him so bad. That is the Uh, dumbest thing I've ever heard. No woman cares. No woman. They want it to be one second and done. Absolutely. This would never be, ever be a turn on for a woman. What? No. Does that even mean? Yeah. A woman would just be like, he has a penis, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it Sorry. works. He's not impotent like Bill Guthrie, I'm out. Right. Like the last episode? No. Reverend? Yes. So he doesn't have to get his special treatments in he Nebraska? He doesn't have to get his special treatments for his impotence and two small anus. <laughs> 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 so... Skip to one year earlier, 35-year-old in quotes. This. Hard 35. Now, this again is the 900th part of this episode where I had to stop and just... You laughed. I laughed so hard. It's terrible, but I laughed so hard. Judy is doing some sort of gardening in her yard. 
And the husband, Bruce, is up <laughs> on the roof fixing the chimney. Mm-hmm. He has these monster cement cinder blocks. blocks. So yes. you think of a cinder block. This is like a, a bigger than the th- cinder block you're probably thinking of. It's an enormous square shaped cinder block. Yeah, enormous. Was- it looks like it weighs enormous. So somehow with Bruce on the roof fixing the chimney, Judy doing some yard work underneath just accidentally, this enormous 9,000-pound cinder block just falls off the roof and right onto her head. Her head. And they show it, glunk, alcohol. Just a big cinder block falls on her head. What the hell? And Bruce is all, whoops. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And then she's taken to the hospital. She's fine. Who lives when a cinder block falls on your head from the roof? She had traumatic brain injury well, but she didn't die no they didn't even say she had any injuries oh i thought she they said, said no she, like, she was it fine was pretty bad but well she, she said she should have died but she was fine oh my god judy then a few months after that she's asleep in her house and her house starts on fire with the baby the baby their baby was in it and she woke up with the smoke and called the fire department and they put it out you think judy Maybe clue yourself in that something unusual is happening. A block fell How on does your a fucking head. block fall on your head? And then your there's house no is way. On fire. And now your house is just randomly on fire when you're at home alone, just randomly. Oh, so the police find out that there's a thirty thousand dollar life insurance, which is an asininely huge amount in 1992 I it was 300 or i mean yes 300,000 yeah. sorry yeah. 300,000 so big which is so much mm-hmm. for this town in 1992 bruce kept telling gail the acquaintance neighbor he's going to come into money he's going to be wealthy soon you just hold on i'm going to have a lot of money at my disposal pretty soon which gail is still saying i don't care you're disgusting you're gross and you're weird leave me alone now his if we go back to his 9,000 um, his nine thousand people, he said, could alibi him mm-hmm. that day. When they actually talk to these people, they keep saying, I don't know. I, got, I don't think I saw him. I don't know. I can't remember. They couldn't remember. And they really couldn't find anyone that saw him at all from no. 2 to 2.30. This is when Judy was shot. She got shot. So it's looking pretty good that he's their guy. Why did I write down... This was the understatement of the year. It didn't take long to know that this was the understatement of the year. Shoot. What was the know. understatement of the year? That he was, that he was guilty? That he was a know. dick and yeah. a liar, maybe? Okay. Police really needed to find this bullet. If they can put the bullet and match it to a gun and they could see that the gun was his, then, then they have him. Because right now they just really have all of the circumstances of him being a psycho, stalking these women, writing this letter, uh, attempting, throwing cinder blocks. cinder blocks on his wife's head. She keeps living. They just have this. This is where this guy, Dan Castle, really kind of tries to use some smarts. They don't even say that he's a police officer. No, it's just he's some just random, random. Ne- neighbor. He takes his metal detector and he's looking all over the woods. All over where she was shot, and he cannot find the bullet. So he decides to take out his slingshot and figure out where was she hit, 
there's this scar on the tree. So there was a mark on the tree where they realized mm-hmm. the bullet hit. They do a chemical test. It had lead on it. So the bullet actually hit this tree. He stands there with the slingshot and shot, shoots marbles at it for like forever. Like, is he retired? He or had time on his hands. Is this the time of this? Corona? Yeah, when I don't know. He had aren't... nothing else to do. He had a slingshot and he was shooting marbles at a tree, at a tree. over and over. Special. Thank goodness he did. They realized one marble ricocheted off at some weird angle. It went 85 feet away from the tree. He took his little metal detector and there was the bullet. He so found this, it. Yeah, he totally found it using this. He went to where every marble landed and he found the bullet. He was not a police officer. No, just he just did it because he yeah. just really wanted to get away from his wife, I'm he thinking, did. out yeah. of the house. And he wasn't going to throw a cinder block at no. her. He no, was... he just knew to be busy yes. and leave her alone. Yep. Good husbands. The bullet was found when they look at the bullet, they know right away it's Judy's death bullet because it actually had her fabric of clothes in it. Her pink. It hit the tree. They found tree, the wood of the tree in the bullet. They found her pink shirt in it. They found fabric from her jacket in it. They know it went through her body. This bullet then goes to a 30-06 Savage 110. I don't even know what that is, but it's a rifle. Excuse me? Yeah. It's some sort Everyone of rifle. Everyone should drink. Right. Drink if you have that rifle. Drink if you've ever heard of that rifle. If you haven't or heard of it. Or just drink anyway. Just drink. Because Everybody drink. your earbuds are in and you're trying to hide from your kids mm-hmm. right now listening to this. Drink. Okay. Bruce immediately lies and says he's never had this kind of rifle. Well, they find right away bank loan collateral papers and he lists this exact rifle as his property. The Savage so they catch him, 110 yeah. with a scope. Right. They found out right away he's totally lying like a Gross, dick as he did Bruce, all the you're time. hunting yes. for your wife. Gross. Yes. Now they know he did it. He hid in the woods waiting for Judy to come with her five goddamn dogs. <laughs> walking through the woods disturbing all of her neighbors. And he shoots her right through the chest. Leaves her there to die or dead where the dogs run all over the goddamn place. Yep. Hides the gun. So he tells the police eventually later that he threw it over a river, but they end up never finding it. So he confesses, as you'll see. He then really wanted to just really pursue Gail, the neighbor. He wanted to get it on with Gail. He writes Gail this letter, pretending it's from Judy, really thinking that Gail is dumb enough to fall for this letter and say, oh, well, if he's incredible in the sack, I guess I'll give him a chance. Again, not knowing that that is that's not what a woman would ever think ever no and she said in an interview with the police she hated him she thought he was a huge weird dick and she kept saying we had no interest like was he trying to have a threesome or was he just trying to intervene he kept like asking her and her husband to go skiing horseback riding and they kept turning him down go out to dinner right they're like we don't like you right you throw bricks you threw a brick on your wife's head and set your house on fire your cycle. Disgusting. Police bring him in. They made it clear they knew it was him. And they told him, you do know Gail hates your guts and thinks you're a huge dick and wants nothing to do with you. The look on his face then was like, oh. He was crushed. He was crushed. He was devastated. So yes. he totally just confessed. He confessed to everything. He said he did it. And 
he even said like your autopsy report is wrong. They said the bullet entered on the left side, and he said no, I shot her on a on right the side, right and it left side, it. And, it's wrong, right? They knew, and then he they did looked, it. and they were like, oh my god, he is he knows. The reasoning he gave is he said Judy was a tyrant at home, a tyrant at work. She was a bad cook. A bad. He had to cook. cook. I'm a terrible cook, so my husband will shoot me with a thirty odd six when I'm walking all my eight hundred dogs. Probably I'm what, a terrible. What cook. are you saying right now? I'm a terrible cook. So if this is a reason, know, what to die? You don't have thirty dogs. A thirty odd six rifle. What is a thirty? That's what six. he used to co- oh kill my her. God, stop it. No one knows gun names. Drink. He wanted a divorce because he really didn't want to give her half of his assets, which is what? Nothing. So he sh- shot his wife in the tits because she couldn't cook. <laughs> they literally said that. He killed his wife because he was cheap. He was so cheap. And he they had nothing. They had nothing. They had what? a baby girl. What, what a, a moron. Psycho. So he confessed. Then they get to trial. He pulls the old, whoops, you coerced me into confessing. Mm-hmm. And he says he's not guilty at trial. Seriously? What Just a butthole. Stop yourself. What really convinced the jury that he's a huge penis breath asshole <laughs> is they recreate on video the cinder block falling off yes. the roof. There is no way it just randomly slid and fell off on her head of all things. You had to physically move this thing and like move it, move it, move it, it, dangled off, kick it off to get it to go where her head was. Yes. It took a lot of effort. When the jury saw that, they knew he had been trying to kill her for the longest time. Also, why didn't they do that when it really happened, though? Because they, poor Judes could still be alive. Right. I don't know. Maybe That's she bullshit. was too embarrassed and didn't really report it. I don't know. Or told her mom only Probably. or something. So, of course, he is guilty, sentenced to life. I could not l- find what happened to him. So, this was 92. So, I'm not quite sure. I'm sure he's still in jail, hopefully, or dead. Well, let's God. hope so. Jeez. But I could not find out what happened to this cheap bastard, gross pig. I mean, and our tagline, right, is just pay for the divorce. Well, he admitted. Everyone said right. he's, he's too cheap. He's too cheap to pay for a divorce. So we tried to kill her 800 times. Then he finally shoots her. Well, get better at it. Right. Just pay for a goddamn divorce. God. You could somehow have won Gail over maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, or found, found someone. Guess what? Gail doesn't want to date a murderer. No. no Gail you doesn't total want a moron. Oh, anyway, just pay for the divorce. Thank you. Thank you for listening and joining us today for this Forensic Files. Check out our YouTube channel as well. It's always the husband where we put these episodes all together so you can listen and then see yes. for yourself Bruce's idiot, idiot letter, the cinder block, the He Man haircut, the He Man haircut, and the Andre Pubes haircut. <laughs> You can see it. So check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, follow, because we put those episodes up there. Yes. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.